Hey, Honeymooners, you can find ad-free episodes, Moshe's DJ sets, merch discounts, and so much more on our Patreon. Check it out at patreon.com slash endlesshoneymoon or click the link in the description of this episode. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon podcast. Uh, just before we pressed record, Natasha, you were vociferously defending Kanye West and saying he was kind of cool and everything that he had to say was good. Did you want to expand on that or did you want to just get into the episode? I would like to get into the episode and I didn't say that. Okay, fair enough. It's a secret dump. How you doing, Tosh? I'm good. You look nice. Thanks. Yeah, you all gussied up. Yeah, I had something else today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you had Sorry a podcast not, worth, worth fancying yourself up Sorry, for? Sorry, I'm not, I'm not always bringing myself 100% you for you, it. but you know what? You bring it. As I say, on today's Halloween. On Halloween, I rest. Oh, like like the Jews on Shabbat. Mm. This is your Shabbat. You only get one annual. That's because you're a witch. This is your guys' day to sit around the cauldron, throw in some Eye of Newt, kick back, and just drink a potion, right? I'm whatever is a good version of a witch. Uh, Glinda. You know, the whole idea that witches are bad is a patriarchal concept. And in fact, witches were just the healer women of the village. So in our village and I, in our family, it is a village. And I've always said, I was saying that I once wrote was it takes a village to raise a child. And that's something that I made up. And I also said, the ocean is powerful. You must respect it. And I also said, communism is a good idea in theory. And uh, that's, those are my quotes. But um, you're our witch. So I want to thank you for in that. Theory. Yeah, in theory. But it hasn't accounted for human greed. That's kind of what I think about communism. <laughs> All right. Well, this is a really hilariously subtle point of comedy point of view. Well, thank you so much, Natasha. And speaking of um, points of view, we get lots of different points of view from people writing in and asking us questions via email that they don't necessarily feel comfortable uh, being on the podcast. And uh, today is no exception. We have some of those, and we thought we would read one to you, and we could uh, answer them in real time. Here's a good one. I'm more kink. He's more vanilla. Can this work, or should we move on? That's a hard one, actually. That is really hard. You, Yeah, that's a tough one. Well, to me, I value openness. And if someone is just like, this person's kink. The, the person writing in is kinky. Yeah, they're and not ever going to get their sexual fulfillment in the way they want. It's mm. like, and the person's not even open. I mean, I'm going to admit to you, Moshe, I do some things that maybe like aren't my number one thing I'm dying to do sexually. What? <laughs> I'm just saying like always my whole life, like women will like go out or, you know, partners will go out there to experiment and then you find out and you like it. Oh, you are into it or you're not yes, into it? Yes, but I'm saying I'm not into it at the beginning. Men do that too. Men have to do stuff they don't like to do. Do you know, I've been with a number of women that want me to have give them give them oral sex. <laughs> <laughs> you believe that? And I'm like, okay. Well, exactly, uh, okay. but you do it and then you grow to like it. No, honey, I was always into it. Okay, I'm, I'm well. A, I'm a, a, dude, I'm a muncher since day one. I'm a classic <laughs> muncher. I've been a muncher since the 90s. Well, anyway, my point is if you have someone who's not even willing to like try, try, experiment, what does old Dan Simon say? GGG. What's that? Got to be good giving and game. That good doesn't good giving. giving game game game. Yeah. Like, OK, I'll I'll, I'll do try it. that. But you don't do something that makes you super uncomfortable, obviously. I mean, you know, you don't want a person doing something that makes them super uncomfortable. But if a person's super closed off. 
and not willing to experiment, not willing to try things to see if they like it, that is to me an issue. That is an issue. Um, if you're not getting sexual, because all sex is a is a negotiation. You know, uh, it's like you. you I, I don't mean you negotiate with a, your partner to convince them to have sex with you. But once you're in a sexual relationship, what the person's into is not going to be exactly what you're into. It can't be, right? I was never into hardcore anal gaping until we got together. <laughs> and that's your thing, and I respect that. You know? Also, I mean, not to be so harsh, but I just have a feeling if if the sex, if there's such a difference in the sex view and worldview, there's no way that there's not going to be other oh, differences. Oh, you think it, it'll be deeper than that? In worldview, in like things that are really important in a relationship, um, you know, like... I'm I'm never gonna date like a right winger. Like mm. I'm just never. Do you think a right winger would be sexually different from you? No, but I'm saying like you might have some of the best sex of your life with a right winger. <laughs> it's true. But I'm probably. You don't think Kevin Sorbo or Dean Cain uh, could fuck like a champion? You don't think Pat Sajak is a fucking oral master? <laughs> I guarantee it, dude. You don't think Kid Rock can last more than four hours without <laughs> a single ejaculation? <laughs> There's a gets a guarantee. I'm just you don't think Donald Trump Jr.'s got a crazy finger popping game? I doubt it. I bet he's. I bet. <laughs> We've asked this question on the podcast before. Are left wingers or right wingers more as a demographic? Listen, better I bed? was just using it as an example of other ways that you could have like unsustainable, mm-hmm. you know, uh, oh, viewpoints. S- because if you're really kinky and they're not, like, I bet that's like. Think about it in terms of music. Do you think that like? They're going to like the same music as you. Do you think they're going to have like the same ideas of how to have fun as you? What's a fun night on the town? Vanilla versus a little more kinky. I'm just saying it's going to start bleeding off into all these different. I was just saying political affiliation can mm-hmm. sometimes, in, you know, have become we, a thing. Too. Have we ever talked about that, about this? I think we have. Um, is there such a thing as a vanilla goth? You know, a, have we talked about this, Laura? About a goth. It's a goth who's really into the music and the fashion and the lifestyle. But when it comes to sex, they just want really quiet missionary. I'm definitely a vanilla goth when it comes to like, do I really want to like cut myself? No. I most, mostly like the music and I wear most, black naturally. You think most goths like to cut themselves? But I, I don't think so. But Do I you do, think most goths want to have some sex. crazy kinky sex? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I don't think that's true. I think it's part of it. Yeah. I think part of goth culture is is sexuality and that sexuality often is kink related. It's well, see, not, I remember goths being asexual. I, I can see a asexual goth. Sure, sure. I'm more talking is a that non- a vanilla goth? No. To me, the vanilla goth is a person that's like, I like the mascara. <laughs> I like the fishnet stockings. I like black. But when it comes to love making i want deep eye gazing i want a whispered i love you in my i love you so much right now but um, here's the crimson, problem i guess her name is crimson i love you so much right now crimson and missionary for, for four pumps okay here's my problem i was into the eyelashes and the white makeup or you were gone not, not white makeup but like oh let's just say the music the fashion mm-hmm. the eyeliner mm-hmm. I, ha- I wasn't sexually active yet there's a that's a virgin goth. That's totally different. That's those are the people that get sacrificed at the at the annual gathering. You, you gotta be careful when you're a virgin goth. Can't, don't be spreading that around. If you're a virgin goth, don't tell anybody because you will end up dead in a field in a pentagram. That's just the truth. So that's my advice to this caller. Uh, okay, well, take that. Take with that what you will. 
I mean, I think the real advice is, I think Natasha's right. It might be a deal breaker, but it's especially a deal breaker if the person, the vanilla person isn't willing to explore sexuality with with you and and then and then i will put something on this person as well if you're not willing to be patient with this vanilla boy you know and and not try to push him into places he's never going to be comfortable with he's probably not i mean don't start with the ball gag or whatever don't start with scat i think that's (laughs) definitely the title of the episode and don't start with scat and, and and let him work into it you know yeah and i think that you know what i don't want to be with someone who's is like no, I only do it this way. Uh, yeah, I'm, I that makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm good on that too. It's kind of annoying. When I found out you were a straight up like dog like freak, you know, <laughs> I was just like, this woman's a keeper. You know, remember the first date? You said I remember our first date. We were at um, Spago, and you said you can do anything you want with me, just don't kill me. <laughs> And that really meant a lot to me. Okay, can we just get to the secrets, please? Because this is making me uncomfortable. Hi, Natasha and Moshe. My secret is that um, I'm I'm bisexual and stop, stop the tape, friend... stop the tape. These are not the kind of secrets we want here. Okay, so I just, Laura, I've told you so many times, any alternative sexuality stuff is not for this podcast. Oh, I'm sorry, Natasha, you had to hear that. That is filth, rank filth. All right, fine. Start it again. Hi, Natasha and Moshe. My secret is that um, I'm I'm bisexual, and my best friend is also bisexual, but she didn't have this realization until about a year ago when we got drunk and kissed. And the secret part of it is that she is in a long-term relationship. She's been dating her boyfriend for six years and he doesn't know and every time we get together and drink we make out and i'm always like stop your boyfriend's right there and she's like i don't care um but really the bigger part of the secret is that like i fantasize about her all the time and now i've started fantasizing about her and her boyfriend um, even though I'm not attracted to her boyfriend, he's sneaking into those fantasies <laughs> and it's getting out of hand. <laughs> I think this person needs to propose a threesome. Yeah. To cover like, the tracks. Also, I mean, the girl obviously likes her. Or- Every time they get drunk, they make out and she does it in front of her boyfriend and says she doesn't care. I'm, I'm not even convinced she likes her as much as she wants out of this relationship. Oh, maybe she's trying to get out of it. Yeah, I mean, this is like there's two separate things happening here. Well, there's actually three. First of all, you describe her as your best friend. Um, I mean, I don't make out with my best friend. That's not really part of best friend. That feels pretty. Yeah. The, the, but second is bisexuality which is kind of the least important part of the story third is she's cheating on her boyfriend you guys are cheating she is cheating so i say you propose a threesome cover your tracks because that relationship is 100 ending there's no way that's going to last because you know a lot of bisexuals are capable of being in monogamous relationships or if they uh step out on the relationship are not stepping out on their relationship in ways that are imminently dangerous like the boyfriend goes to go pee and there she's like <laughs> here he's coming i mean this is not bisexuality this is uh, it's like you guys are having an affair that's exactly what it is so clean your shit up to either 
Propose Propo- a threesome. Propose a threesome or tell her you can't do it anymore until she breaks up with her boyfriend. Come on. Yeah. Maybe you could just tell her that. You After the next time it happens, tell her you can't do it anymore because... I don't know. How do you tell your best friend that you're hot for them? How do you make out with your best friend? I've never done that. <laughs> it's not something I've experienced with. All right. All right. Let's hear another. What up, Mr. and Mrs. Legero? My secret <laughs> is you. that the other day when I was masturbating under my covers, um, my cat was in the room. And while I was coming close, to climax um, as the vibrator was kind of like poking the comforter. Um, My cat, he thought that that was fun. Like he likes to play with like our feet when we're like kicking under the comforter. So he like came up and started kind of jumping on the vibrator. um, And I came, it was awesome. It was a, uh, my best orgasm that I've had recently. So thank you to my kitten. Peace and love. What does it mean? Do you think she's that, open? Do you think that she got an erotic charge out of the fact that the kitten jumped on the vibrator, or it was just happenstance? Um, I think it might have just been how it happened. Can I ask you a serious and personal question? Sure. Would you ever have intercourse with a cat? <laughs> a, Absolutely not. Good answer, and you know why? Why they have hooks on their penis. And that's why cats scream so much. Are you kidding? Yeah, they have hooks on their penises and the cats scream so much because it's really painful for them. And apparently like the 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 male cat can't get out of the female, the the pussy pussy until the, the, the cat allow, unlocks her vagina. I can't believe people still keep cats in the house. Cats are cool. They just cats leave you alone. shit in your house. Yeah, but in a box. Our dog's shit in the house and it's on a <laughs> Persian rug. Good point. I mean, what sounds better to you? <laughs> Persian cat or Persian rug? Okay, one more secret for the road. Hi, Natasha and Moshe. So my secret is that um I have had a crush on my current stepsister in the past. That may sound really weird to you, but um my father and her mother married over the last year. So I've been spending, you know, 25% of my time at their home and I used to go to church with their family and I had a really big crush on my now stepsister who's about my age. So it's, I, I've gotten over it for sure because um, she feels more like a sister to me, but it's just something I would never really tell her or tell anybody else. Just kind of like a dark secret inside my soul. So thank you. Bye. I mean, at least, at least he has a, a good view of how, because you gotta, you can't. Can you not? No, Moshe, you can't. Uh, I, I, no, Moshe. You, you're hold on. No, your parents, your dad marries a woman whose daughter you already had a crush on, and they're adults. Now your brother and sister, and you're an adult. So you're telling me, okay, here's the situation. I'm at a party. Okay, and it's a Halloween party, and I see this girl from my from my church. I've always had a crush on her. She's dressed as Cinderella, and I'm dressed as Prince Fucking Charming. It's like it's like I can't even believe it. And right at midnight, as we're getting a bowl of spooky punch with eyeballs in it, 
her hand brushes mine and I take her finger and I pull her towards me and we share our first kiss. And I'm like, wow, it's as magical as I always dreamed it would be. I love this woman, I think. The next day, I come, I wake up from the party. My dad's like, I've got something to tell you. I've been dating a woman. I haven't told you about her because I know that when your mom passed, it was a really big deal for you. But I'm in love with her and we're getting, and, and, and we got married last night, Halloween, we eloped to Vegas and we got married by an Elvis impersonator. And I go, who is it? And the woman walks in and it's the mother of the woman that I kissed the night before. I'm now supposed to break it off with Cinderella. I mean, I'm, I'm, this is why you're so hard to argue with. Like we, you didn't need to tell two, two whole long stories, like that for this. <laughs> but you do pose a really good point. But I, I, I do think that that is the realm of off the table. I just, I think you can't do it because two unrelated. Okay. Like, what if you're a dad? And you okay. marry a woman okay. and you had a crush on this girl. She's 30 years younger than you. And then you find out later, oh, that was her daughter. That was my stepdaughter. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. <laughs> tell your story again. <laughs> I'm not as good at telling stories. Well, you definitely. tell it. <laughs> I don't even know what it is. What happened? It's that, okay, you're this man. I'm a man. You have this wife. You love her. I mean, I'm, I'm married. You're, no, no, wait, don't I'm be not married, married yet. Okay. okay, there's this girl you really like. Okay, I'm, I'm an adult male and I have a crush on a... On a she's tw- she's 25 years younger than you, I'm though. 50, she's 25, and, yeah. I, and I have a crush on And you on guys her. have a little thing. We're having sex. <laughs> I don't know yet. You okay. have... No, okay. you you brush against it and you guys share a kiss or something. Okay. You're really attracted to I'm at a party, I kiss a girl but 25 then, years younger than me. <laughs> later on, you end up marrying her mother. What? 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 Who's your age. Okay. Hold on. Then when you and the mother break up eventually, would you still go out with that girl? She's what your stepdaughter. F- what the fuck are you talking about? That is such a different situation. What? Every part of that situation, I'm creepy on every level. <laughs> I'm 50. I'm having an affair with a 25 year old, but then I marry her mom at some other point in the future. But then I divorce her mom. Do I go back to the 25 year old? Now I'm 65 and she's 35. This, by the way, this is such a good reason why you can't talk like you're very hard to talk to. No, is, do not put this on me. That story didn't make sense and was creepy. I'm just saying if someone is your stepdaughter, if someone is your stepsister. Stepdaughter is different. Obviously, it's more creepy if it's your stepdaughter on on so many levels. This is stepsister, stepbrother. <laughs> you're the same age. Two people that you aren't even really associated with. I mean, you're associated with your parent, but like two adults make a decision to get married. Now you can't pursue this person that you might have liked. Well, I mean, it's going to be weird. Yeah, it'll be weird. But yeah, it, your 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 families are melding. You're becoming brother and sister. I think you should go for it, dude. <laughs> Honestly, I think you should tell her how you feel. I do. I mean, what? I, I just don't get it. That doesn't make sense. Stepmother to me. is that weird? Yes, that's weird. Although it's hot, and it's a category on Pornhub that I sometimes look at. Okay, what about um, what about uh, so you're? It's just the sibling one that you're saying is okay. Step sister, step brother. Are you okay with two first cousins having sex? No, but apparently that is genetically not as bad as we once thought it was. I know parent. I know a girl whose parents were first cousins. Really? Mm-hmm. Whoa! From, from Rockford. Of course, <laughs> of course. Wow, first cousin. I couldn't go with a first cousin. I don't know. Yeah, that'd be rough. And here's another thing that our producer just told us. This is a conundrum. Laura just posed a great conundrum. What do you think of this? I am. I marry a woman. I love her. Mm-hmm. Right? She's my wife. And then my dad, who lost his wife in the 80s in a plane crash, right? He's single and lonely. 
and he's happy for me that I found a wife. And, and he then, gets hot for her mom. Yeah. Then we get to, then at a family reunion, we all get together and he meets her mom and she's like, oh my, he's like, oh my God, this woman's amazing and perfect. Should he not date her? Yeah. Because what happens if they had a baby? Yeah. Let's just say they could. Yeah. They have and then a baby. the young people have a baby. Right. What are they? What would those two babies be together? Hold on. To I, each I, other. That's going to take me a second. And, it, and now people are grossed out because you're telling them they how would, you're all related and people. They would be, they'd just be uncle, uncle. Uncle and ne- that's it? Nothing more than that? And then you're modeling weird behavior. So then when when your kids grow up, they're going to think that their parents can, that you can be with, you know, you could be with your sibling. Why? Why would they think that? Who's with their sibling? Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay, well, then they would think that you could, I don't know. I guess maybe, yeah, I don't you know. You don't like it. It ooks you out. I just feel like just keep it, keep it regular for that. Keep it, keep it simple. <laughs> Well, I mean, because think about I, I'm thinking 20 steps ahead. You are going to have to explain that to everybody in your life. All right. Well, listen, if you would like to weigh in on this controversy, <laughs> give us a call at 213-222-8608. Leave us a secret or your position on step siblings hooking up. And also, if it's too complicated, send an email and uh, maybe we, you can come on the podcast at endlesshoneymoonpod at gmail. We'd love for you to be a part of our Patreon. We're at Patreon slash Endless Honeymoon. For as little as $5 a month, you can become a part of our community. There's a Discord on there where you can find other freaks that like to spit in the toilet. Uh, you can find <laughs> us on YouTube. Find us on Apple Podcasts. Natasha. And make sure to subscribe. Any parting words? Um, no, I no, I'm good. Oh, I love you. Oh, I love you. Oh, that one, yes. <laughs> <laughs>